Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, on this episode of the GH Report, lots of goings on in Port Charles, but we've got soap opera royalty here. Tanya Walker's in studio with us next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. All right, look at that. Nice little quiet, sedate intro to the GH Report. Yes. Hey, everybody, welcome. This is the show that breaks down everything that goes on in Port Charles, and uh, we are so fortunate this week to have a very special guest helping us do that and talking about her career as well. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, so you can always follow me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the Internet since there is only one. There you go. And uh, Papa Bear, James Lath Jr., mm-hmm. uh, he will be back here soon enough. Next week's the Super Bowl, so we're still figuring out what our schedule is going to be. But for sure, February 12th, he's going to be here. And as he's posted, uh, Michelle Stafford is going to be in the studio on that uh, on uh, February 12th. It's very cool. But that's, that's two weeks from now. Let's talk about the cool stuff that we have going on right now in studio, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, you've loved her on uh, so many capital passions. Uh, One Life to Live and, of course, General Hospital. Ladies and gentlemen. Tanya Walker. Hey, Frank. Thank you for having oh, my, me. What? Thank I you for doing this. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure. I had to fight all this traffic I'm not used to, but I made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to meet you, too, Lucretia. Oh, you, too. Yeah, we just, yeah. we've been like e- email pals for a week, <laughs> so it's nice to be here. Yeah. Let's uh, real quick. Let's just jump right into General Hospital, of course, since we're talking about the GH report. Of course. So, so uh, you play Olivia back in the eighties for a few years. Yeah, you sleep with Duke. I uh, kind of, as they describe, almost like a fatal attraction. It was mm-hmm. fatal yes. attraction, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was that was, what is that a deliberate choice in the time they kind of wanted to kind of emulate that? Yeah, uh, the, I did that quite a bit actually. Um, th- they would do. It was so much fun. We had more time back then. We had time to rehearse, <laughs> 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 and um, and there were always films that came out with wonderful female characters doing these you know incredible different things, and and they would they would sort of take a little bit of that and find a character on the show and kind of give that opportunity to that actress and I was so fortunate to get to because Glenn Close is like my favorite <laughs> and um, so instead of killing rabbits I killed a lovebird uh, you know that sort of thing and um, and it was really, it was just a blast I had the best time it was hard because it was uh, very emotional um, but it was it was very popular. It was a very popular thing. And Anna and Duke were the couple on the show at the time. So breaking up Anna and Duke was really tough, um, you know, because people loved them. And I went to the grocery store out here with my mother who came to visit, <laughs> and I bought a couple things at the drugstore, you know, like milk and yogurt and a magazine or something. And the lady behind the counter looked at me and said, you drink milk? You know, like I'm a blood sucker. Like, it's all I do, you know, is drink blood or something like that. My mother said, yes, she does. She's my daughter, and she drinks milk. She's acting, acting, only acting. So that was, that was really kind of funny. Um, and now I've come back, and I also did a Fatal Attraction storyline as soon as I went to One Life to Live um, with Alex and Bo and... Uh, this character by the name of Cassie, who was played by Laura Bonarigo. Mm-hmm. And I drowned her in Loon Lake, and that was really popular, too. <laughs> um, but she didn't actually drown. Um, so I always end up in a mental institution after these events. And it's, a, you know, it's an ongoing theme. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're talking about meeting fans in public there. Uh, fans, you guys all have a chance to interact with us as well. You can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, <coughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, Lucretia has the chat up and running. So feel free if you have any comments about the show or you want to have ask a question to Tanya as well, feel free to put that in the chat. We're also going to open up the phone lines in a little bit to give you a chance to call in and talk to Tanya directly. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. But So you do that for a few years in uh, General Hospital and uh, relish the role. But then, of course, they write you off the show. That was a weird time because um, Wes Kenny was the producer at the time. And I was supposed to come on for 13 weeks. 
and then it got extended to 13 more and 13 more and 13 more, and then they had the writer's strike. And so Wes and I um, worked together to create a like a two-week period where I would, Olivia, would hijack the helicopter at the uh, mental institution that Colton Shore, who was the white knight mm-hmm. on the show, he was the pilot, and so he would be in the helicopter, and I had a gun, of course, and so I hijacked the helicopter from the mental institution, and we're flying over mountains, and the gun goes off, and he gets shot, and we crash, right, in the mountains in the snow, and um, and then for the next two weeks, we're in this cabin, and it's just the two of us for two weeks on TV, and we find out why Olivia was the way she was, how she was skipped over for position. She was the smartest and the oldest child in the family, and she was skipped over for everything. The, the boys, because it was a mafia thing, they were always featured, and they, they were always favored. And um, and she really was treated like a second-class citizen, even though she was smarter than all the boys were. And she loved the business, and she lo- she just she just loved being in charge, and they would never give her any power or ever give her any fairness. Um, and she really knew that she was probably just unlovable, and she never felt loved by her family. And so Colton starts to die, and uh, Olivia saves his life and realizes that he actually uh, wanted to hear from her, wanted to listen to her. And so she turned around and said she would go back and repent for what she'd done. This is the this fast version mm-hmm. of the yeah. soap opera storyline, you know. <laughs> um, so she goes back to Port Charles and she goes to the judge to confess her sins and her brother shoots mm-hmm. her in the back and she gets killed because mm-hmm. Wes Kenny got let go from the show and this other guy named Joe Hardy came on and he got rid of me and like seven other people. Um, the show ratings went from one to seven. He left... Um, he was escorted to the door, I think. And, um, and then they um, wrote me this wonderful role on, on One Life to Live, and, and that was that was fantastic. They brought in Gloria Monti, Luke and Laura again at GH, and everything went back to number one. So what's it like when you, you know, as much as you enjoy the role, you are gone from the show, but then all of a sudden now, it comes 2016, you get a call back from producers of GH, and we would love to have Olivia back on the show. What's your reaction when that first call comes to you? Praise the Lord. (laughs) And I'm not kidding. I was so, it was just like God called me on the phone. Frank will like that. Um, um, (laughs) Frank Valentini was my God that day. Um, No, I had actually, I have a 17-year-old daughter and an 18-year-old daughter, Bella and Abby. And Bella is going to college and Abby's graduating from high school. And I had asked myself, like so many women do, you know, after you devote your life to your children and your family and your husband, what's going to happen to me now? And uh, I really didn't know, and I thought it was too late, too late to get anything on television anymore, and and too long since I'd been in front of anybody. And um, it was upsetting on the one hand, and then I went, well, you know, it was a good run. On the other hand, but there was this little disappointment I had, you know, that, that, you know, that maybe, I mean, I did produce a film in 05 that made lots of money with Zac Efron and Bill Cobbs, mm-hmm. and I did help produce a Broadway show that got nominated for Best Play um, called Enchanted April. Mm. But I still love acting, and I, um, you know, and I was on the radio, like I told you, with the Straight Talk Live with Tanya Walker thing, and I've done a lot of real estate shows and things because I got into real estate, but, like, when am I going to, is my dream that I had in my heart gone? Was that it, you know? And so many women go through that. I don't think men go through it as much because they usually don't give up their whole career to have a family. Very true. But a lot of women do. Um, you say you're not going to, and then you have these two babies that, you can't imagine leaving, and if you can afford it, um, you don't want to not be with them. And they're the most important production <laughs> of, of your life. So, um, But then when they grow up and they're flying the nest, you're like, what's going to happen? I had talked to some spiritual guides, uh, you know, people that I surround myself with, and one of them was a psychic, and she said, I'm hearing from your angels that you think you're too old and you're too fat, and it's too late for you to do what you 
had in your heart to do when you were a kid? Wow. <laughs> God, you know, were you like, did you have a bug in my room? Or? And uh, she said, so if you don't, if you can find the thing, and this is what I want to encourage people to do, find that, that feeling that you had when you first started doing what it is that you knew was the right thing for you to do with your life. And that, that feeling will make you feel, at least with me, it made me feel like... Um, Invincible. It made me feel like I knew doors would fly open. I knew that I was supposed to do this. I knew I was going to be well received. I, I knew I was going to do well. I just knew it. You know, I knew it because I knew what I was supposed to do. I just, I just knew it. And I didn't think I was better than anyone or compared myself to anybody or competing with anybody. I just knew that there was enough for all of us and that my time was, was there, was now. So... I started listening to Joel Osteen a lot. I started listening to Wayne Dyer all the time, which is what she told me to do. And she said, like, by the middle of September, something will change. And so the middle of September, Frank called. He's our executive producer. Mm -hmm. And he said, are you interested in possibly coming back to the show for a few episodes? Really, it was, like, um, amazing. And I said, yes, absolutely, I'll carry your bags. I'll paint the walls. What do you want me to do? I don't care. I'll do it, you know. And he said, well, it's not sure yet. I have to talk to the writers. I have to talk to the network. I have to do this, all these different things. But I'll let you know, right? So I immediately went on a trip and lost 10 pounds, right? And uh, because God knows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew I had that, that, that housewife extra whatever that uh, I still have a little of that left, actually. Um, and then I called him like a month later after I came back from this retreat I do in Utah where I climb mountains for like all day. It's really fun. And, um, and I called him and I said, you know, in case I want to get a nose job or a hair transplant or you know, get my ears changed or anything like that, you've got to give me like a, week, a month notice. Can you give me a month? And he said he could. So um, soon after that, he called and said, you're coming back. And it'll be 12 shows. And I said, okay. And then he said, could be 18. I said, mm -hmm. okay. And, and we can't pay for your coming out here. We can't pay for the hotel. They can't even know in New York, I guess they do now, um, that I'm bringing you in because they don't bring people in from out of town. They, can't, they don't do that anymore. They don't have the, fun, the funds to do that anymore. I said, I've got my family there. I've got my sister there. I've can, I can, I got places to stay. I can rent a car. Don't worry about it. I'll fly myself out. It's not for the money. It's for, it's for my love of doing what I do. So that's what happened, and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. We have some good comments here in the chat. Sawyer Olive says, Tanya looks great. She doesn't look a day over 30. Oh! Oh, my God. Oh, look at that. And Simran Singh, uh, it's amazing listening to her. Thank you. And, of course, our uh, Kelly from PEI says, you are just gorgeous, Tanya. Oh, my God. Oh. I have no idea. I was doing my makeup in the car. Of course, it was a long trip. I came from Manhattan Beach where my sister lives, and it, it just took me forever. I talked to somebody in your staff, and he mm -hmm. said, I live, in, I live in Inglewood. I know how long it takes. I said, well, what if I'm late? What if I'm late? Um, he said, it's okay. It's okay. So, yeah, I was, I was, like, doing my mascara at the red lights. You know? <laughs> so, Tanya, what is uh, comparing General Hospital working back in, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s to General Hospital working on it today? What's, what's, <laughs> what's different? Uh, how has it changed? How many what people, do you miss? How many people have you asked that question of? Uh, not, not many. We yeah. Had, yeah, we... We really? Yeah, we haven't had an opportunity for somebody that has been I on the show for a while. And, and then gone. come back. Yeah. I swear to you, I wish I had brought. Do you hear that yeah. low? That low noise. That mm -hmm. low, yes. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. Okay. Because mm -hmm. it sounds like a really nice low C. <laughs> um, my uh, <laughs> the most pages I ever had was when Anna and I were at Anna and Olivia were in the elevator. Oh yeah. Remember? Mm -hmm. Okay. And now you can only see reruns of that, like, with fuzz, because it was VHS, and everybody's tapes are molded, and, you know. But um, I can't even have it on my reel, because that's like... <laughs> but it was some of the best work I ever did. First of all, Fanola Hughes is a remarkable actress. And working with her and the characters together had such a disdain for one another um, that... This scene, these scenes were killer, right? Mm -hmm. And they were, it was 57 pages in one day. Wow. 
and I was in an elevator, so the area I was I was in was like five by five, and and she was on what was supposed to be the top of it, and it was a little platform that was like five by five, and we sh- you know we shot it, and if they didn't like it, we got to do it again, and um, we had dress rehearsal and um, you know notes, and and then, and then we shot it, and, and and you know if we didn't like it, we could do it again, and <laughs> those things mm-hmm. are so over. <laughs> now we do no rehearsal, <laughs> none. We have a camera blocking where you stand where the director wants you to. You move what you want to move. You know what blocking is, right? Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, you kind of, like, while they're doing all that technical stuff as the actor, you talk to the other actors and you say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to say that. Do you think you'd blah, blah, blah. And, and then you go to get your makeup on and you get your hair done and you do your clothes and you come back to the set and you tape the darn thing. Like, boom. And they do it so fast and there's no, there's very little. I mean, unless, you know, unless somebody's hair catches on fire, they keep going. Yeah. Right? And uh, everybody knows that now. So everybody comes in really prepared. I've been working every day, which is really amazing. But they're trying to squeeze a lot of shows in a short period of time because I gotta go home. My my daughter's still in high school, and my husband's there. He came out for a couple of days, but you know, I gotta get back home. So, you miss it, of course. Yeah. So um, we're doing. We did pieces of six or seven shows on Friday. Um, this week I'm shooting at least seven shows. Um, and the amount of, of work is, is extraordinary and there's special effects and stunts and all kinds of things like that and after this I'm going to go work with a coach because I was getting overwhelmed you know with like how can I do this you know because she's got the crazy thing and then she's got the is she really crazy thing <laughs> and, and then she's got this hallucination situation and she's just got so many different wonderful things to play and I don't want to mess it up I want to do a really good job I want it to be believable and there was there were a couple days this past week that we shot that I just I I just wasn't connecting and um it was just so much material in such a short period of time and and also they left out the Colton piece and they didn't explain where I've been so I um I wrote my own backstory, um, which a good actor does, and I created this backstory that she... Because when I left the show, I wasn't crazy anymore, and now I'm back and I'm crazy. When I left the show, I was over Duke and moved on. When I'm coming back, it's like that never happened. So I had this disconnect inside my heart um, about it, and uh, so I decided that she... A wax character was made of her and put in the coffin, so that's who was in the coffin. And then her father had... um, people in the Chinese mob and the Russian mob and she was told that you know we're sending you over there you have to stay over there you have to work for them you'll be fine and I was tortured and I was put in cages and I was made to do things I didn't want to do and um, eventually I used my feminine wiles and my intelligence and you know my abilities to create my own little power structure within these very dangerous mob, you know, mob people. And, um, but she cracked. I mean, the only thing she went back to when she was in those situations was this, this fantasy thing with Duke. So, um, so that's what I've been trying to connect with, you know, throughout this whole thing. I don't know if it's working, um, because I haven't seen anything except, uh, the 19th that was, I was mm-hmm. on. So, um, and I haven't seen anything since. So it's like recording an album and doing all the cuts on the album and hearing no playback, and it's going to be released to the world, and you've never seen it. And it's... (laughs) (laughs) I really like that backstory, but we have a different take here. Uh, John Seep here in the chat uh, is like, do you think that maybe uh, when Olivia died, she went into witness protection, moved to Lambdu, and became Alex Olenov? (laughs) I'd like them them to come up with that. (laughs) Because I know how to play that one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this, this has been challenging. 
So when you get the script and you see that they're not really addressing where your character was left at the end of uh, your run on the GH originally, mm-hmm. do you can you go and talk to the to the writers or, or Frank and say I just have a question like what's what's a yeah, how am I supposed to make this happen? You, you know what he said. Figure it out. We don't want a nice person coming back to the show. I want somebody mm-hmm. to come back that's evil. Everybody loves the Duke and Anna and, and Olivia's storyline. So if you want to come back and be nice, we can't do this. I'm like, no, yeah. I'll be the yes. biggest witch you <laughs> ever <laughs> saw. Um, so that's it, you know. And 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 he also said, you know, your, your brother tried to kill you. Um, he did kill you. I mean, as far as he was concerned. Yeah. Um, and and you know. You love this man, and you've never and and as because he killed you, you lost decades and decades of your life. So you have a really good reason to be, you know, PMSing right now, <laughs> um, and uh, to say the least, you know. But you're coming so, back, yeah. and you're not the only Jerome female now. Now all of a sudden, you have Ava on the canvas as well, too. I haven't gotten to work with her yet. I am just dying. Oh, I can't I wait am for just that. Dying, and I and I'd like there to be an explanation. I really don't want Olivia to be as crazy as she's being written. Mm. Um, but you know, there's um, there's other things that are being written that uh, that could make it be not so. Maybe she's not. So um, then that's always that was that was done before. You know where where and the, there's a lot of people that watch the show that were not born. Hello, <laughs> so they don't really care if I think. Oh well, you know I love blah blah blah. They're like, who cares? You know what are you doing now? You know <laughs> what you got for me lately? And uh, and I want I want to entertain those people. I want to bring those people in. I mean I want to bring all my fans back, but I but I I want to create new ones. And so um, so that's that's you know that's the key. And then I have a lot of people that that tweet me, and I've got like I don't know a bunch of Twitter people. Mm-hmm. And I've never worked at this. I was a mother, so I never really worked at building up my. And I don't know how to do Instagram at all. No how. <laughs> I don't know how to do Snapchat. No 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 how. But Twitter I really do like, and Facebook I know how to do. And I have too many people on Facebook, so. I can't get anybody to leave my personal page to go to my public figure page, mm-hmm. and I can, I've got way over five thousand, and like I've people like five thousand waiting to be friends, you yeah. know. So I I need to figure out how to move everybody over because I want everybody to be available for me to communicate mm-hmm. with. But anyway, so um, yeah, so so I I want to I want to make the people happy that were there before, and and make the new people happy too. Well, one going back, you're talking about like fans and stuff. You're reconnecting with Finola Hughes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you shared some, you know, just some really meaty scenes with. What's it like all of a sudden now to come back on the show and reconnect with somebody uh, after so many years? This is all a dream come true for me. It really is. Um, you know, after you work twelve hour days every single day um, with tremendous amounts of of work. You know, I mean, it, like this week, I told you I have like an inch and a half of page. It's just me talking this oh, wow. this much. And that's why I'm going to see somebody after this, because I just want to make sure that I give them a very, very, very bad. I've always been that way, though. Um, I'm sort of a perfectionist, which was the first thing this guy said to me. Because you just have to connect with the truth of who you are to this character and, and get rid of that perfectionism thing. And I went, oops. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, you, can get, you can take it for granted. You, know, you can start complaining. You know, you can find yourself complaining about the thing you've wanted, like, for 20 years. I've been married. It'll be 20 years. I've wanted this for 20 years. And I found myself going, God, I am so tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't had a day off. <laughs> I am just so tired. There's no time to see any friends. There's no time to do anything fun. You know, I don't have any time. I haven't even had time to go to the bathroom. I don't have time <laughs> to eat. Nothing. It's been crazy. And um, and then I'm like, hello, who said that? Shut her up, you know. Get back into the gratitude of the fact that this is what you wanted more than anything in the world, and you got it, you know. And, you know, even wonderful, wonderful things, you, your head can make you say, ah, you know, you know, hug your kids every day like you did the day you had them. You know, remember the, the feeling that you had when you had your baby. And, my God, you were the happiest person on the planet when you met that guy and you fell madly in love with him. And, oh, my God, you were on cloud nine. Get back in touch with that. You know, that's what I had to do because I really was. I was like, going, oh, my God, I'm so tired of this. <laughs> I was like, shut up, you know. Now, one thing that has changed since you were on the show is your brother's changed. And I know Lucretia, huge fan <laughs> yes. of the made over Julian Jerome. Everybody yeah. is. <laughs> well, I love Canadians, and who can be? He's a Canadian. That. Yeah, he's from uh, French Canada. Yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah. He didn't tell me that. He doesn't yeah. tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, but he's a really good actor, and he's yeah. real handsome. 
I thought they could do. I, I even said this one day. I said, "Well, incest is bad." Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he and uh, more West have inappropriate chemistry, so why not you two? There you, you know, go. You know. Yeah, I know. Those Jeromes are like Game of Thrones. Right? Yeah, everybody yeah. loves that Alexis. Um, it, what they call it, Jew Lexus. Yes. Jew Lexus. Yeah. Somebody sent a big thing of balloons for Jew Lexus to the maker room the other day, and it had oh. Jew Lexus on it. Oh, that is and, cute. And, and, yeah. and we're all we're all going, "What's that?" You know? And I said, "Oh, it's Jew Lexus. I know about this because my daughter watches Vampire Diaries, mm-hmm. and they loved it when they put the girl, they put the two names together and everything. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah.'" And I'm like, "Oh, I, I, I got that. You know, I might not be up on everything, but I I know about the putting the two names together." Thing. <laughs> yeah, what would Olivia and Duke be? <laughs> Divya? That's good. Ooh, there you go. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, Tony, just in terms of just process, when you get, uh, as you're saying, like about an inch and a half of pages for the week, how do you go about breaking that down? And do you have to say everything verbatim? Or as long as you get just what the intent of the scene is, you can kind of uh, change the language? Well, you have to have respect for the people that are getting paid to write the script, right? And um, I would love it if there were time to have more of a collaborative effort um, with, you know, the writers and the actors and the directors and the thing before we got there. Um, when I found things that, um, like I'm supposed to say, Julian's tied up and I've got him tied up to like a radiator or something. <laughs> and, uh, and he's got a bag over his head, you know, like I said, it's not good. And, um, and I come in the room and he goes, is that you, you witch? And I wanted to say, well, good morning to you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was funny, <laughs> right? And, and it's different than what they, what they wrote. So if I come up with something that I think will, will, it was, is funny um, or is better or might be better or I've said the same thing, which is in another part of this script, over and over and over and over, and I have another thing that I might be able to say, then I let them know ahead of time and I ask them if it's okay. Um, and I think everybody does that, you know, because, you know, there's a reason why they write it. A lot of times you say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again for the people that haven't seen the show in a long time or the people that are just tuning in. And it's, you know, it's exposition that needs to be said. But if you've said it over and over and over and they just tuned in, they probably tuned in last week once and they heard it then too. So I'm hoping that I can change this one little piece. Um, but generally you, you try to say you try to say what they write, you know. So for you, uh, had you kept watching the show or life and everything, being a mom, kind of took you away from watching GH? Did you start watching it when you got the call from Frank just to kind of re-familiarize? Yeah, so I watch it at Christmas. (laughs) You know what happens at Christmas? Okay. So I'm watching it at Christmas. I'm like, oh, my God, I had heard Tony Geary went to Holland, and now he's in the mental institution with Alexis. I love this. This is so good. And I'm thinking all these things are happening that aren't happening. And then I come back, and I'm like, uh, so so where's Tony? I guess he comes back for periodic appearances. And they're like, no, that was a rerun. I'm like, no. So then I watched it a few more times, and I caught up a little bit with what what's going on. There's so many people on the show that um, – you know, that's why they really don't have to have the space for me, you know, permanently, I don't think, mm-hmm. unless, you know, unless you all write in to everyone you know. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but they really have a lot of people and um, a lot of really talented people. And so it gets a little confusing for me with Lulu and Nina. Nina, I know because I know Michelle Stafford for like 100 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people that I didn't, like Sam, I wasn't familiar with, even though I knew her from Dancing with the Stars. I didn't know her, know <laughs> yeah. her. Um, there were just a, a lot of beautiful women. Um, there's a Charlotte, Charlotte the baby. Yeah, she's the little girl. Yeah, there. her yeah. mom. Mm-hmm. And then this uh, woman that's with Franco, mm-hmm. who's also gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I don't know her name, but she's really good. And then there's Hayden, who's with, I don't remember. Uh, oh, yeah, Finn, who was Michael Easton. Yeah, yeah, I've Michael known him Easton. forever. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there's these women and men that, um, I, you know, I know them from different things, but I don't know their storyline. Um, I did watch Valentin. Valentin? Valentin. Yeah, Valentin. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of Patrick's. I knew him from New York. We used to play, like, he said this to me the other day. Because remember we used to play softball in, this, mm-hmm. in the, you know, together with Michael Knight in the, in the we had an ABC league and we played in Central Park. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I still can't hit the ball. But anyway, um, I could hit the ball and get to first base. That's about as far as I could go. Please don't throw it at me. I get very scared. <laughs> um, 
so, you know, I'm a big fan of his, have been for years. So he's doing some work with Fenola that is just to die. I mean, I just think it's to die for. Oh, yeah. um, I have no idea who he is, what he <laughs> plays, or anything else. I just saw some scenes that are just to die for with different kinds of colors. And it's just really, really wild. So. Yeah, we actually had a fan ask earlier, a Michael B., who wants to know if you're working with James Patrick Stewart there yeah. as Valentine. Not yet. Yeah. Not, oh, yet. not yet. But Frank mm-hmm. has figured out with the writers, with um, and I and I work with Jean Passanante, who I love, and Shelley Altman back in New York also. So this is just a really fantastic thing. Um, they figured out how to have me work with everybody. So I am an equal opportunity um Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, every script I got, I was like, no, I don't do that, do I? Oh, my God, did I do that? Oh, I didn't do that. Did I do that? Oh, my God, I can't do that. No, I really do that. Oh, my God, they're gonna, everybody's going to hate me. They're going to hate me. And um, I really felt that way. I was like, yeah. Because um, before, I, I was, because it, it, I had a family that, you know, I had a dad, and I had, you know, and the, word, it, the story was written in such a way it was easier to find redeeming qualities. Uh, I just want to take a side uh, tangent for a second there. You mentioned the ABC League playing softball. What's it like back in the day? Who, who does the ABC team play <laughs> in the softball league? Well, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the shows. Yes. Uh, yeah, General you know, Hospital, One Life to Live, All My Children. Well, back home, though, we only had All My Children, children and yeah. One Life to Live, yes. right? So we had those, those two, and then we played the Guiding Light people. I mean, we all played each other. It was really, <laughs> really fun. Yeah. Um, and then we would do them um, for charity, you know. We do a lot of different, you know, games and things, not just, not just softball, but um, – uh, Jerry Verdorn still has this fantastic um, bowling tournament every year, and we raise money. That's awesome! For, I love um, him. Yeah, for um, I, I think it's juvenile diabetes, and we we just do a lot of different things. Or Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Everybody shows up for that. Um, it's just a lot of. There's always activities with all the daytime people um, to raise money for for charity all the time, and it's so much fun because it's really the only time that you get to to interact with people from other shows because they're working just as hard as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, your social life is sort of fakakta when you're here. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. We, we can pass on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but I've never worked this much because I'm leaving. You know, I'm hmm. not going to, you know. So they're squeezing so much in to, um, to a shorter period of time. I told that to a couple of the actors the other day. <laughs> they said, how many days do you work in next week? I said, five. How many days did you work last week? I said five. Mm-hmm. How many days did you work in the week after? I said five. Every week? Mm-hmm. I said, and I'm leaving on the 10th, so mm-hmm. just don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, because everybody's always happy to have you. It's just that there's only 100 pages in a script, um, supposedly. <laughs> and um, for, every, for every character that comes on, the, the amount of pages for the people that are already there, it, it kind of, they have to share those pages. Mm-hmm. So even, much as they love having you, you're taking food out of their kid's mouth. They're not, I mean, they're not real thrilled. I mean, they're happy, but they're not so happy. You know, they want to make sure that you don't, you know, take too much of their those pages. I w- everybody was that way on One Life to Live, too. We were happy about people coming on. And then you'd also hear a lot of the veterans, which I haven't heard these veterans say. But, I mean, in general, you, I just know the score, you know, Um Everybody wants everybody to work a couple days a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it. You don't want anybody to run off with the show. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and there's no hope. There's no chance for that. I mean, I was on for two days, and I wasn't on for a week. So, um, so this week it starts back up again. Ooh, that's going to be exciting. Because yeah. it had been, te- your coming had been teased for so long. And there were just so many shots of, of your boy Rudge coming into a room and just looking into a corner and never seeing, you know, who he was looking at. I didn't at. get paid for those. No, I just <laughs> I didn't. No, didn't get paid for those. Darn or just it. finally we got yeah. to see your hand and a little bit of your arm. We're like, oh, okay, we're getting closer. I was, we're I was like, closer. did she have nice hands? Did you have nice yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I know. So um, I didn't want people to lose hope. So I told people that I was on this Thursday and Friday coming up, and or Thursday or Friday, because of all these preemptions with the inauguration, it oh. kind of got messed mm-hmm. up. So yeah. it's, I think it's Thursday and Friday or Thursday or Friday. If it's Wednesday, don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> but then they said, don't tell any dates. Don't mention any dates. We want people to watch all the time. And I said, well, I'm just trying to get the people that may not watch all the time to watch, you know, and I don't want them to lose interest if they haven't, you know, 
if they think, oh, that was two days and I'm not coming back or whatever. So I was trying, but I also am a team player and I want everybody to watch the show all the time. Yes, of course. Of course. But so. if you want to watch just double more often, <laughs> then you want to watch the days when Tanya's <laughs> Well, <on>. well, <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't no, I'll I, say I'll that. say it for you. I'll oh, say it for okay. you. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, in fact, we've been asking questions. So mm-hmm. why don't we, and some people in the chat, but why don't we yeah. give our, our viewers a chance to actually call in and have a chance to ask a question for Tanya as well. Anthony's going to put the, uh, the number on the bottom of the screen. So, folks, if you have a question for Tanya, you want to ask her about her time on GH, you want to ask her about One Life to Live, you want to even go back to the old days of, like, Capital and ask about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Feel free to call in. Anthony's got the number on. In the meantime, we'll keep talking uh, to Tanya until uh, the screen pops up with a phone call. That's my favorite. I mm-hmm. love talking to people on the phone. I just love I love really connecting with, with my fans. It's one of the reasons I love Twitter. Well, when you first came I'm in I'm at you're... Tanya Walker, just so you know, at T-O-N-J-A Walker. That's my Twitter hoo-ha, so... When you were first in here doing your your post for uh, for Facebook, there you were just saying you were you were just so complimentary about your fans. Oh, I love what, that. what 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 is your fan just uh, I don't want to say like devotion, but just appreciation for your for your talents? What has that meant for you? <laughs> everything, absolutely everything. Like like, are you kidding? It's funny. I was making fun of. Um, well, I'm I'm a big huge scandal fan. Mm. I mean, yeah. who, who isn't right? <laughs> and I was like, God, you know, you're a big freaking star when you can say you know what gonna have a baby gonna take a year off they'll come back (laughs) right that's true right and then i thought well tanya you were gone Mm -hmm. for a really long time Mm -hmm. and they're coming back Mm -hmm. that's right oh my god they're excited to see (laughs) you i probably won't work after this ever again get out of here it feels really good right now (laughs) yeah Yeah. kelly from pei said you know kathleen Gotti was booked for three days and is still on the show after three years is that right you know what oh my god okay uh well let's let the uh, the fan appreciation commence here Mm -hmm. uh we've got a caller on the air right now caller uh tell us your name and where you're from it's kelly from pei oh Oh, look at that (laughs) what's pei it's Prince Prince Edward Edward Island. Island. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, all right, Hi, Kelly, Kelly. What, do you, what do you have to say for Tanya? Welcome back, gorgeous. Oh, thank you so <laughs> much, Kelly. I really, I really appreciate it. Did you watch it before? Little bit. I was in high school back when you were on. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm glad. I'm really glad you came back. I think that's great. Do you know? It's wonderful. You haven't changed a bit, girl, except for the short hair. Oh, well, it's better. It's better. I've went through, I've I've been in hair hell. We should really talk. I've been in hair hell. (laughs) I came out here and I had this rock and roll kind of haircut and I knew that Frank doesn't like short hair very much. So I wanted to get some long bangs. So I went to this place. I spent a gajillion dollars. I got these bangs. They were, they were like asymmetrical. Didn't look, I didn't like it on TV. So then I went back to this guy and he had to take those hair extensions out and put new extensions in and da, 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 every Sunday. I was doing this yada yada off with my hair, right? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh my god, I'm spending like all my money on these freaking bangs. I mean, it's ridiculous. So um, I'm working them. I'm working them. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to look like, right? So I wanted her to have an edgy, an edgy look to her, you know. Well, I'm salt and pepper, so I'm just I'm going to stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I didn't have really good hairdressers, I might be a little salty myself. <laughs> Anyway, the only thing I want to say is, hands off my Canadian hunk, Julian. <laughs> In what way? <laughs> Don't hurt him. He he doesn't. He I won't. I can't tell you, but. Don't hurt him too much. You'll be fine. Don't hurt him too much. Okay. He does get he does get close. He does, I do get really mean to him though. Mm-hmm. But you know he killed me. So what do you want from my yeah. life? Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to get uh, Will to talk French to you. You'll melt. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, look at that. <laughs> He's from but, Montreal. Uh, thank you. I'll put that on my task list. All right, Kelly. Okay. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you, Kelly. You guys have a wonderful evening. You and too, Kelly. I am going to be watching you till you're off the air, and I wish you'd stay. Well, they, I might. Frank they, Valentini. They did, say, they did say that, you know, if their response was really good, that they, they'd bring me back. So. Oh, yes. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, we have another call right now. Uh, caller, where are you from, and uh, what's your name? Oh. Did they go away? Oh, no worries. All right. Caller, where are you, uh, what's your name, and where are you from? Hi, 
Florida. Simran, how are you? Look at this, you've had Tanya Walker here. What would you like to say? Uh, well, first, I just want to say welcome back to the show. I didn't, I'm, I never used to watch back then because I wasn't born. Um, so. <laughs> no excuse. I was no, talking no. about that earlier. I was talking about that earlier. Yeah. I watched it on YouTube, Simran. I wasn't born yet either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, anyway, <laughs> whatever, Lucia. <Yeah. laughs> um, I just want to say that I, the only, the one day that you were on, it was really interesting to see um, the dynamic between you and Julian. Um, and I hope that we, wait, you were with scenes in Ju- with Julian, right? That's right, honey. Mm-hmm. That's right. And okay, then, I'm sorry. And then we had I'm that, like, and then I had right that, now. then I had, um, but yeah. I really want to see you and Ava together because I think that would Me be too. killer. Me too. And we mentioned earlier about the Ava and Julian thing. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about it again. Awkward. <laughs> 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 Um, but I want to know if are you going to have scenes with Kelly Monaco uh, who oh, plays Sam? Yeah. I I love Sam's growing family, and oh, I just I want to know yeah. if you're going to have scenes. With oh yeah, <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Yeah. Oh. Do not miss those are do not miss shows. Ooh. They really are. They're really good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I work. Awesome. I work so with I'm really a, glad you're yeah. on the show again. Hopefully, you, you stay around. Thank you for a really long time. Thank you. Thank you. For me <laughs> um, I just want to comment mm-hmm. on some a couple things from this week. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. if that's okay. Sure. Go ahead, Simran. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I want to comment about Nell and oh, Nell. how mm-hmm. I am just completely over this story. They're not really giving us anything about what what is the matter with her and what's her problem and they just keep on doing this repeat and now Michael is all like oh it's been 30 like no dude chill out <laughs> like calm down Sabrina just died oh and they actually mentioned Sabrina she was actually a character wow I can't believe yeah, the, she the one that just got married <laughs> sorry I just got over that. That was and then, um, oh, yeah. The nail stuff the is getting annoying. Go ahead. I said the nail stuff is getting annoying because that character has been on for so long and we just have no forward momentum We're with that like, story. So it's she? been frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. I just want a little bit of something to kind of give us an insight to, as to what she's here for. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then last thing, I thought it was very ironic that Sam was the one saving Franco. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, she goes in to find his to find his storage locker, and ba boom, there he is. Although there was yeah. a, when uh, there was one episode where he was still stuck in the storage cage, <laughs> and then he like those those like five or six little like just empty boxes kind of tumble on him, and he's like he's like, passed out. I'm like, well, come on! Now that I felt I felt that was like those boxes would not. I feel like out. if there was any other character stuck in the storage closet alone, you'd just be like, what the heck? But like Roger Hoeth just had me like stuck to the screen. I was just like, oh, this dude, he's so good. <laughs> he's funny. He's so funny. Um, and then I really want a little change of pace for Finn and Hayden um, because I'm really into them. But if they keep going this route with the Zen Zen and the weird back and forth and the nurse Amy being all of a sudden Hayden's friend, like, I can't do that. No, uh, it is frustrating that I don't know. I still don't understand why Finn is being so embarrassed about this addiction to a medication that, that to a drug that he was taking that was saving his life. Nobody would yeah. fault him for having an addiction and needing help to get rid of it, and yet he's hiding it. It seems so frustrating to me. I just feel like once they were cured, it was an opportunity for them to just put that story behind them and move on to something else. And I don't know why they stuck to it into an addiction storyline, especially if they have an addiction storyline going on with Alexis right now. Very true. I mean, unless the idea so, is uh, they, they they join together in rehab and they're hanging out there. Then yeah, I guess that would we, be a good story. Yes. Yeah. That would be fun, though. I love those two actors. I think because Finn is really, like, quirky and then Alexis is – she's so full of – she's not ready for any BS, yes, so it would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I heard she became an alcoholic yeah. in, like, three weeks. Is that right? yeah, yes. Yeah. It was yeah, a very really speedy. Fast, huh? yes. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying with my girlfriend's mom who watches the show faithfully. She's, like, in her 70s. And she said, "Well, I've never seen anything like this, where this, where the person like they have two drinks and then they have a bottle of wine and then boom, they're an alcoholic." That's right. <laughs> and I said, "Well, you never know, you know." Yeah, that was really good wine. Uh, Simmer, thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Simmer. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Have a good week. Bye.
<laughs> oh, yeah, one other one life uh, fellow, uh, one life to live alumni, Roger Haworth, also uh-huh. on the show. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. So, uh, what's it like? Have you been able to cross paths with him? No, no. I've seen him in the hall, and um, we're in totally different, totally different, totally different scenes, totally different parts of the storyline. Um, but I do work with. Uh, just about everybody else. Um, I even heard Ken Schreiner and I might have a scene together. Ooh, Get out nice. of town. Um, I love Scotty Baldwin. And there's a big, huge secret that I'm gonna can't tell you. And then there's Finn Nola, and then there's um, Griffin. I'm gonna work with him. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a honey. Oh my god, I, I feel know. like a thirty year old lady looking at that guy. I call him Doctor Hot Praise. Oh, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and there's more. There's just so many. I'm working with so many different people. Well, all that excites me because it means you'll be leaving basically the little room that you've been cooped up in uh, from the first appearance and what we've always seen you in. So it's nice to know you're getting out and about back Everywhere. in Port Charles. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, it's just so well done and, and all over the place. So, yeah. Now, uh, you were also you, you mentioned your daughters before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And one has got a, a new album. My niece has. Niece. An, oh, excuse uh, me. Uh, yeah. Yes. My niece is in a band called Bahari. Bahari um, B-A-H-A-R-I means ocean in South African, mm-hmm. and uh, her name is Natalia Panzarella, and she's a magnificent singer, and she's, she, if you look that up, you'll see she's got big, she's got a huge, they've got a huge following on Radio Disney and, and all over the place. They have a new song out with uh, somebody by the name of Gray. Um, and then my daughter, Bella Davidson, her, I think she goes by Bella Grace, she's got songs out, and she's going to college, and she's a singer-songwriter, and then Abby wants to do the same thing, even though I really think that Abriana Davidson should be an attorney, <laughs> because oh. nobody argues like she does. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. She's 17, and I can't win. So there you go, you know. Those are my kids. At any point, did they kind of have an interest in doing acting? No? Yeah, they always have. Um, I wouldn't really allow it unless I was producing. So there's a movie I did called The Derby Stallion. Um, they were four and five or five and six and I let them play Zac Efron's um, little bro- little sisters and he was their big brother and then I hired Billy Moses um, who was an old boyfriend of mine who I'm a big fan of still um, and then my husband helped me you know produce the the show and then I played Zac's uh, mom and then Bill Cobbs played the other the other lead in, in, in the show and I had no problem having the kids there because I was there but I never wanted to have, I'm, I'm, I've let them have lessons and I've taught them myself and I've let them have great voice teachers and things like that and acting lessons in New York City. But um, I haven't seen too many young, it's my own, per, it's, you know, just my own experience. I haven't seen too many kids um, who start really young, who don't get messed up, you know, and I, I just wanted a normal, you know, life for my children. And, um, and it was important to me, you know, that they, and it's important to me to graduate from college. You know, there's a lot of that that you know people go, well, they're so you know, just, just let them go have a year off, or I'm like they'll never go back. I mean, I just I know what happened to me, mm-hmm. and um, I I got discovered when I was 19, and I worked constantly till I was 37, and um, you know, I've been going back to college all the time ever since, and I've got you know all kinds of I've taken all kinds of classes and done the degree thing now, but, I mean, it took a long time, and it was hard um, because everybody else comes first when you get older. So you need, to, you need to nail that sucker down, you know, and then you can go do whatever you want. But still, they, how, what kind of awesome bragging rights have you given them that they can tell everybody, yep, you know what, we were in a movie with Zac Efron. <laughs> Check that out, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah. Suck it. We're, we, we did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's true. So now, for for those, what was it like taking on a producer, uh, producer uh, putting on the producer hat? Excuse me. Uh, I, yeah, I, I have a, I have, I, I just have one in my head. You know, um, there are some actors that are my friends who absolutely have no interest. Um, they want the producer to tell them what they're doing, who they're playing, and director to tell them where they're going and what they're, you know, whatever. And they're not interested in all the headaches of being a producer. Um, I'm the opposite. I love putting the whole project together. I love figuring out all, where all the pieces fit. I, I, I you know, I, I really do like that. It's fun for me. Um, at the same time, it's a, it's a different world. There's so many different worlds in the producing world. 
you know, what, what Frank has to do is totally different than what an independent movie producer has to do, which is totally different than it used to be because it didn't used to be big, huge studios with independent movie arms like there are now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really funny when Sony's got a little picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, Sony doesn't have a little picture. Um, you know, and, and so it's just a very different thing. And with the web, now you got a whole nother ball of wax, you know, so there's just a lot of different ways to, to, to do things. And I think the more you know, the better it is. The more you know how to do yourself, the better it is. So I'm always learning. I think we've got a chance to take one last phone call right here. Look oh, at this. Yeah. A lucky caller came right back in. So, uh, caller, tell us uh, your name and where you're from. Hi, I'm Mike from uh, L.A. Oh, Mike. Hi, Mike. How are you, sir? Hi, Mike. You've got the lovely and talented Tanya Walker right here. What would you like to say? Thank you. How you doing? Fine. I'm a big, big fan. I'd like to know your thoughts on soaps, uh, the soap world today, as it were, when you get it. Uh, you were doing soaps back in uh, your day. Okay. Um, the, you you want to know what, what my thoughts are, how things have changed, or my thoughts are how, why there's so few of them, or why th- yeah. there became uh-huh. so few of them? Is, is that what you mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I was on One Life to Live when O.J. Simpson was on trial on TV. Uh-huh. And um, we were preempted all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And so soap operas became um, like a friend, just like my nighttime shows are today. You know, mm-hmm. I want to watch Blue Bloods. Now, Sammy makes fun of me all the time. <laughs> she says, everybody in L.A. wonders, who watches Blue Bloods? And then she goes, my mom and dad do. <laughs> my grandparents um, love Okay, well, yeah. just, I'm sorry, but I love it, okay? Yeah. Friday night at 10 o'clock. So um, if they don't have it on, I'm bummed, right? So it's the same uh-huh. thing with, and Madam Secretary on Sunday nights. I'm a big, you know, I'm sorry. That's the network I am with, yeah, um, a lot, uh, except for Scandal. And, you know, there's a lot of shows I like, um, an HBO and Showtime. I, you know, I love Billions. I love, and they're all soap operas. They're all soap operas. Every show I like at nighttime is a soap opera where you have to know what happened last week in order to watch it this week. So it isn't like the genre has gone down in popularity. It's gone up in popularity. Um, but the habit got broken for most of the country because everybody went to, t- to the TV at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock to watch their show, and it was O.J. Simpson on trial, right? And it kept going that way and going that way and going that way and going that way. They say it takes 21 days to break a habit or make a new one. And it was way more than 21 days. And so, so yeah. many people just got fed up and they left and then they discovered, oh, well, I think I'll take a dance class at 3 o'clock or I think I'll, you know, have my daughter do ballet at 3 o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that I know that was, was the beginning of, of the end of the ratings. Also, um, the ratings for O.J. Simpson were pretty high. So um, executives started looking at, gosh, you know, that didn't cost anything. All we had to do was put cameras in a room. Hmm. And there was reality TV. It was like reality TV was born. Yeah. And, you know, if you want to watch a train wreck, we got a show <laughs> for that. If you want to watch an accident, we got a show for that. we got a show if you want to watch somebody kill themselves. If you want to watch somebody be a complete, you know, what, bad girl, we got a show for that. And it makes me sick. I don't. I don't. I agree. I do I not watch, that, watch that crap. I do not. I don't even watch The Bachelorette. I don't want. I think it's disgusting to have girls trying to get this one guy to pay attention to them and watch him kiss other girls. I'd tell him to go take a hike off a short <laughs> pier. I just. I hate that show. And my daughter loves that show. My, my little ones. But my big daughter loves that show. Sammy loves that show. And and my best friend Lori loves that show. And I'm like, how can you do that? It's just so demeaning. And 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 the Kardashians. I, well, she was. Famous for what? For what? Having sex with a bat? I mean, just come on! <laughs> um, It's it just it just makes me so sick, and I have girls, so I can't stand it. Um, but I'm like the only person that feels that way. There's zillions of people I don't that watch, watch reality these shows. TV either. It's awful. Uh, well, but there's a no, lot of people, no, no, no. and and I love HGTV. Yeah. Now that's reality. That's good. Um, I love Jeopardy. Always have. Um, you know, but it's it's it became an, a way for people to not have to spend as much money at the networks and and find other ways to make money there's no union rules for all these contestants on these 
these reality shows, Survivor and all that, where they're eating worms and bugs and stuff like that. Ooh, yeah, I got to see that, right? I'm going to get up to watch that. I'm, yeah, really, I'm going to take that sucker. I just don't get it. Um, I really don't. But I think it's an age thing. I think I'm too old to get it. You know, I think I'm just too or too whatever, but I just don't get it. Um, I love the re- you know the real estate shows, things I can learn, you know, things that are funny. I love comedy. I love stand-up comedy, all the HBO specials, but I just can't stand gross stuff. And I, I'm a union girl, you know. I mean, all those jobs are gone. You know, yeah. all those shows have taken the, the speaking out of, of food out of the mouth of, of, of my brother and sister actors. Um, that's what happens. You know, you get these shows that are on for you know for no they don't cost anything and they don't have to pay those people anything there's no union rules i don't even know when they have lunch so um yeah that's what happened <laughs> the, the good the good news is is that there's still some of us left and the other good news is that's everything at night so it's not like the genre isn't still popular well i hope you know what you're saying of dynasty and what do you think about them rebooting it where can I audition? <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's going to be on the CW. It's talking yeah. about rebooting Dynasty. Ooh, I got to yes. get over there. <laughs> That's what I think of that. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to be on that show. See, that's my cup of tea. I love that stuff. I even still have some of those big shoulder pads, right? Uh, <laughs> so did you relate more to Linda Evans or Joan Collins? Joan Collins. There, there you go. And that's the part I always play. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be fun to play something else. Hmm. Probably not as much fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you so much for your phone call. Yes, thanks so much, Mike. Thank you. Bye. Bye Have guys. a good one. Bye. Well, you said you hate The Bachelor, and I do as well, but I love Unreal on Lifetime, and it's soap, and it stars Josh. Yeah, Josh Kelly. The, I love that yes. show. That show is, is yeah. a scripted show. I know, and, and it was so good, and then it was cute when he came into the studio with me and Sam, and we're like... You know, her stepmom played Alex Olenoff. He goes, I know, she was my mom. Oh, I was love so that cool. boy. I yeah. love that boy. I love One Life to Live, so that was so cool. <laughs> and he looked like, did he look Amish that day? Yes, he still had the beard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm tired of these guys looking yeah. Amish. He fi- I think he finally cut it off. <laughs> they look Amish. All the baseball yeah. players look Amish. I'm like, what's going on? Is it the mo- like the era of the mm-hmm. Amish? I don't get it, you know? <laughs> they have no hair on their head, most yes. of them. Now he does, but a lot yeah. of them don't. Some of them have perfect, like, fabulous hair, and then they <laughs> shave all their hair and then they have this big yicky you know like something could live in it beard I, I I don't get it but anyway he would look good no matter what <laughs> so, yeah. he's cute so Tanya I know you're uh, kind of close to the end of uh, your run on GH but I mean hopefully the fan interest and it should be you should all be watching the shows be writing in tweeting Frank, uh, Frank and let him know how do, they, like, how do they do that I don't even know how they do that well I mean, Frank's mm-hmm. uh, rampant on Twitter so you yeah. can get, yeah, I you think can tweet, it's yeah. Frank Valentini yeah just tweet him isn't you. it Valentini Frank yes it's Valentini Frank, oh, okay. you are correct. There you I go. was like, he's got a. We need more Olivia fire. Jerome on the show. And Nathan Varn or Varney? Varney. Varney, mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah, he's a pretty it is big at Nathan Varney, too, I think. And what about the soap opera digest and all that stuff? Do people write to them? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I think they do. For sure. Yeah. They still have them? They do, yeah. Okay. Yes. It was the 40th anniversary of the soap opera digest this last year. Is that so, yeah. right? I know, I went to the party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, then yeah. we know they have it. Like, that, that happened. That's cool. So, oh. in addition to uh, your work here in GH, uh, you know, you had an idea you were mentioning for something else. If they want to, uh, what, can you mention anything you have coming up in addition to GH or anything else you want to share I, right now? I'm going to move here. I'm moving here. So I have to sell my house at home and, uh, and get it together and, and, and come out. I'm also working on a, product, a project with a, a Broadway producer in New York. Okay. So um, we'll see how that awesome. goes. And, you know, I'm always doing something. You know, Look at that. Those, oh, one I have you walk out here on the West Coast. It'd be very nice yeah. as, a, as a permanent resident yeah, we'll instead of just teasing us. I'll be back. I'll be back. We're, my husband wants to move here. Oops. Oh, that's so Oops. great. Yeah, he's, um, yeah he's, he wants to move here really badly, like this summer. Well, I said, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to lose money on our house. He's like, yeah, but we'll make it back up out there. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Who wants to fight another New York <laughs> yeah. winter? Come on. Those that's are what he said. That's right. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you mentioned your Twitter handle one more time, Tanya. Give it out one more time for everybody. At Tanya Walker, T O N. J A W A L K E R. And go to her Facebook fan page. Yes. Yeah, yes. My, <laughs> Facebook, yeah, my Facebook public figure page would really could really use some help there. And I have a really wonderful website. Um, it's called TanyaWalkerOnline.com. 
Awesome. Look at all that. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Tanya Walker for coming oh, in and spending the time with us today. Uh, and folks, if you want to, uh, as always, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And everybody, thanks for hopping on the chat, calling on the phone. We really appreciate hearing from you today. Uh, hopefully, we're still figuring out our schedule here. We'll tweet it out or put it on Facebook, too, in regards to next week because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yay! So, yes. Go oh. Patriots. Oh, oh t- Lucretia is not happy with that. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> she is not. <laughs> Uh, but definitely, folks, we'll be back here February 12th with Michelle Stafford and Papa Bear himself, James Light Jr., in this very chair. But if you want to continue the conversation with us after the show's over, Lucretia, where can they find you? You guys can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, anywhere on the Internet, since there is only one. There you go. Tweet her all your Patriot uh, best wishes there. She, she wants to hear every single one of them. Shut up in the cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, we'll see you soon right back here on the GH Report. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.